Hey listeners, it's Ben Campbell here. This is part two of the Jenny and Chris interview. And if you haven't listened to part one, pause this episode now and go back to listen to it. It's a cracker and provides some context to this episode. Today you'll hear from Chris who talks about how she used to attend a powerless church and realized that just making a decision for Christ isn't enough. You actually have to act on Acts 2.38. See what I did there? Along with some other miracles in her life that she talks about. Chris and Jenny then finish up our interview about how a recent bus trip to New Zealand turned into a healing evangelist trip. It's a pretty cool story. There's no stopping these two. They are a formidable force when they get together. Enjoy. Chris, tell me about your journey with God. Where Where did it start? Yeah, well, um, mine goes back to probably when I was I was brought up in Malala in the country, north of uh, Adelaide. And uh, when I was born, the, you kind of went all went to Sunday school, all the kids. And, you know, you're either Catholic, Methodist or Church of England. And um, But at, at that age, I, I knew there was a God and really believed it. I used to wonder why they used to say God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, why they never ever talked about the Holy Spirit bit and um, came to the Lord in 1988 and uh, at the time um, I was going to Uniting because I just was searching for God and I thought, well, I'll go to Uniting and there's some lovely people there. Uh, but I know for my own personal self, I was going and thinking, and I can remember thinking this one day, I'd been going for a, you know about a year, and I thought, Lord, I might as well go to football on Sunday because I don't feel you're, in, you're working in my life and I don't think you're part of the, in the church. And uh, would, So what sorry. did you mean by that? Because you saw no power there or no... Yeah, well, I, I suppose when... People would say, oh, I'll pray for your situation, but nothing ever happened, yeah. nothing changed. And um, and I suppose in myself, I thought by at least making that decision, that's what I was told, you make that decision for God, you know, your life will be blessed. Well, I was not seeing any fruit of that in my life at the time. But um, the Lord knew that I, I loved him and I, that I loved my family. And, um, and like Jenny, I lost my mum when I was 15 and that certainly changed the course of my life at the time. Um, but anyway, 1988, uh, through thinking that, that I might as well go to football, within a few days a lady from the Revival Fellowship and I only knew her because her, one of her sons and one of our sons used to have play date kind of things at primary school. So she just invited me to uh, having slides at her home. And she said, it's going to be slides on the pyramids of Egypt and how they line up with prophecy in the Bible. And uh, if somebody asked me that the week before at the Uniting, I would, probably would have gone... No, not not for me, okay. But that night, I thought, no, I'm I'm going to go. I knew she went somewhere, but I wasn't sure where. And so, actually, my husband and my children came with me, the three kids, and we then went there that night. And I just knew whatever these people. I'm a great believer in eye contact and body language, and and I just could see the peace that people had, and the and the 
just that the kids were great, you know, and and I thought, oh, this would be awesome for my three children, you know. So um, dear Pat and Don Broadfoot, who it was at the time, said, um, you come along, you'll know if you're in the right place. And at that time we were meeting at the Moana Hall and I can remember thinking, oh, it's a hall, it's great, it's not anything over the top. And as soon as I walked in that door, I one of those that kind of felt home as soon as I was there. And and just the love from people is just overwhelming. But you know, we're all from different walks of life, different lifestyles, different ways we've all been brought up. But the, the bond is the spirit. So within a week, I thought, this is what I want for my family and me. So um, I got baptised and res- and then two nights later at my own home, I was having prayer with uh, a couple from the fellowship and in my own home I received the Holy Spirit and I knew I did because I spoke in tongues. So that was in 1988? 1988. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, so it's so, 30, 30 years ago. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's been amazing, you know, there's... Uh, you've, you've seen some pretty amazing miracles other than being alongside, you know, <laughs> yeah. others who've, uh, you know, <laughs> got a dubious it. track record in terms of their health and other accidents. Mm. Um, so with Jenny and I, and I suppose that's, it's not only the fellowship that has glued us together, is the fact that we both never had mums to um, help with our grand, with the grandchildren or with our children. So we've been there for one another mm. um, in that respect as well. But um, when my daughter was 17, uh, she was on the way and uh, went to the school prom. But anyway, on the way home, uh, she came, they were all coming back to a house at Seaford Rise and we lived at Wollonga at the time. And... Um, I can remember going to bed that night and I said to Graham, no, don't shut the door in case the phone rings. Well, the phone did ring, half past 12. And um, and they just that dreaded phone call that you don't want as a parent, you know. Your daughter's been in an accident and she's passenger and she's got horrific injuries. Um, so as soon as you can get to Flinders, obviously. So we got there. And the driver only got a busted finger and a broken rib, but Jody had all internal in injuries, uh, fractures in her pelvis, her hip, um, um, collapsed lungs. Uh, she'd broken her tibia and her fibia in one leg. And um, so she was in Flinders for six and a half weeks and, and you know, there's... So many areas where I've had a really tough time, uh, but um, the one person I could call on was God. And, you know, so many times people would pray, you know, I'd just text them and they'd pray, especially Jenny. Jenny kind of, her and I kind of sync. We know when one another needs a bit of prayer. We don't even have to ring usually. And, um, but so with Jody, she was told to start with that night. I was told she wouldn't survive the night. But if she did, she'd never have children mm. uh, because of her um, injuries. injuries yeah. And so um, anyway, she survived the night. And um, But anyway, when she came out, they said, well, you better live life to the full now because you'll be in a wheelchair by the time you're 50. But uh, so Jenny, uh, J- Jody, 
uh, ended up, uh, she's travelled all over the world backpacking with uh, her now husband and uh, she's now married for over 10 years with two boys, you know. And uh, I just praise the Lord every time I see her. It's just such a blessing. Mm. So so tell me about this uh, New Zealand trip. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I'll start. We had planned to go to Europe for a holiday and the fellowship over there. They have camps over there because we're worldwide. And Chris and I were going over there, but then um, we had a a few hiccups and things didn't work out that way. So our travel agent said that you have to go on a... um, You have to use that money somewhere else. And I said, well, Chris, let's go to New Zealand and, and we'll see New Zealand. But we're going to be on a bus with people and you know if you want to talk about the Lord to people you can't you know talk to them on a 21 day holiday because you'll think that they they'll want to kick us off you know so we I planned the holiday that would have one day so, so imagine the two of you when you get together you probably you know you probably bail up anybody to tell them about your wonderful experiences with God over over your years so you're your concern was really, hey, we're going to be on this bus for 21 days. If we hit everyone up on the first day, they're not going to talk to us for the rest of the trip. Is that is that is that what you're worried about? Yes, right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but um, a second day in on the, on the trip, um, this gentleman, um, and of course they're all sort of older. So do you? So how did you approach the trip? Did you pray about it beforehand? Oh well, what happened was I said to Chris, you know, how, how our whole intention was to do God's work. Because he says to go out and tell the world. And I want to tell him what he's done for me, and, and Chris does too. So uh, I said, well, well, we'll go to New Zealand and um, and we'll go on this this trip. I said, we're going to pray the whole time and, and pray that the Lord blesses it all and, and for us both. But it started from home. We got in the taxi and, of course, they naturally, we say, hello, how are you? A lot of people don't want to talk, but we do. Oh, we're off. We're going to New Zealand, and oh, that's good. And and so, what's over there? Well, we have our fellowship. So, any time anyone go, hops in a plane or a taxi, they're heading somewhere. Someone's always going to ask you where you're going. So, anyway, on the second day on this bus trip, we um, go along. This gentleman had hurt his leg, and he said he might have to get kicked off the bus, and, and because he said it's not healing, and he's going to the doctor. And Chris and I said, well, we're going to pray for us. Well, I said, Chris and I will pray for you that the Lord heals it overnight. You don't want to miss out on this trip you've just paid for. So what did, so what did he say? Did he Oh, oh he said, well, ple- No, he no, said- no. He said, well, please do. He yeah. said, because I want to be on this trip. So if God can heal me, I'm happy, you know. And the next morning we, um, he's at the front of the bus. We're at the back or vice versa. So you, so you see this guy in the morning, you forget about forget the all conversation about it. you had the day before. Uh, yep, yep. Yep. And he's at one end of the bus and we're at the other and he yells, hey, you ladies, you girls who pray for me, well, God healed me. <laughs> God healed me, I'm on the bus. And so <laughs> Chris and I, we were just amazed, you know, and the Lord totally turned it around, didn't it, Chris? Mm. Actually, one of the good things, I don't know if it's only a scenic to a thing, but you you can't just sit in the same seats every day now. They have one and two up the front, three and four down the back, so you get so you to move get around. To mix with so other people we got somebody yeah. different all the time. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then we'd stop and people would get off. Like if something was coming up, oh, you girls, can you please pray for the weather? Yeah, we'll pray. So we pray. And then the weather would be perfect. And then we had to go through this Milford Sound, I think, um, and apparently it can rain in thick in there and everything. 
And the bus driver said, I've never seen this before. This has never happened. It's it's clear as day. It's like it's summer, but it's not. And I said, he said, you girls must be praying, like he he would just say to us the whole time. So when we stopped for coffee, people would come up to us and say, why are you so happy? Why are you smiling? Why is it that you can have prayers answered because we've had a lovely time in this holiday and you girls are always happy and we're always laughing, you know, because we love life, you know. So, But um, there was a doctor on board. He was probably only 45 and he sat behind so me. So young, was a really young guy. He was a young doctor. Super young. Yeah, super young. Like yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me <laughs> and Chris. <laughs> um, and he was sitting behind me and, and you naturally want to talk in, to the person. And, and I said, so why are you on this bus? And he said, because I've had two aneurysms. And he said, you know, they've given me that I can't work or anything like that. And I said, oh. And his name was John. I said, well, John, we're going to pray that you never have that again because I feel positive that when you pray to the Lord, he's going to answer your prayer. And so he said, well, thank you for that because I want to have a life. I'd like to go back being a doctor again. I said, well, you you remember this day that I'm talking to you about this because you're going to go back to work. We're going to pray for you, you know. So then um, even the um, lady who was our tour guide we got off and had a coffee and she pulled us aside. We thought we were in trouble because she said, I need to talk to you on your own, you girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're in trouble for, yeah. for, 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 for preaching the gospel or yeah. on the bus. Right? <laughs> and, and so, yeah, when we told all about it, you know, so... And then the very so you weren't in trouble. No, no, we weren't in trouble. No, she, she, we told her she wanted to know what we believed in, and, yeah, oh, and wow. we told her about it, you know, and and she just said, I haven't, I've taken tours everywhere, but not seen this happen before, not seen things happen like this on this bus, you know. I said that's because we're on it. God's looking after this bus, but it was the very last night um, that, um, uh, and Chris will come in on this one. Very last night we had a a, um, uh, a dinner to say goodbye. And this judge comes over and he said, um, have you got five minutes to spare to talk? And said, yeah, take a seat, you know. We've got more than five minutes. And uh, and I said to him, well, he said, what is it that you girls have? Because my father was an Anglican, my mother was a Methodist. They fought all the time about God, never happy when they talked about religion. Yet yeah, you talk about God, you're happy, you're smiling, you always smile. I said, you know, God hasn't put you on this bus for this holiday. So mm-hmm. so we told, I said to this gentleman, though, this judge, that you're a judge, you see so many terrible things, you must wonder what life is all about and what happens, you know. But you're, you're on this bus for one reason, not for the holiday, to find the Lord. Obviously, this has been a thing that's in, in your heart, you know. And this answer, this search that you've been looking for, we have that answer. The Bible has the answer. The Bible talks about that, you know. And he was astounded. We were astounded. Every time we went to bed, we said, oh, my goodness, the Lord has just brought these people to us the whole trip. It was like an evangelist um, bus we were on, you know. And it's, it's so, like the other day I was going for a walk and I was feeling a bit down because of just certain things. And I said, Lord, just need to talk to, to someone about you to make me feel better. And it's, it is. The minute I went and got a coffee at a coffee shop and this woman said, oh, what are you doing today? And I said, I'm going to the meeting. Oh, and so what do you believe in? So I started talking about the Lord and it's like he turns you on and you just feel alive again. And I hadn't had a sip of coffee, you know. It was just... <laughs> that was before coffee. <laughs> it wasn't the coffee that uh, perks you up, was no, it? It's no. the spirit being activated inside you, isn't it? Mm, yes. Yeah, it's brilliant. 
Well, ladies, I think we could probably stay here all night. Oh, we could. We could. And talk. Well, sorry, let me rephrase. I reckon you could stay here all night and talk. (laughs) Oh, you've heard. He's heard about us, Jim. (laughs) Thank you so much for both of you sharing your testimonies. Thank you. Uh, It is continually amazing, but, you know, I think we're amazed at what the Lord does, but we shouldn't be surprised. No, that's that's, right. Because he's promised those things to us, mm, hasn't he? Right. Yes. And I think one thing, though, every time he does something for you, it's so great, mm. and if, even if it's small or large, but he continues it. Mm. He never stops, mm. you know? And and people out there just in the world have no idea what they're missing out on. Mm. I got an email from a, from a lady uh, in America, actually, who'd listened to the podcast, and, and it really moved me because, you know, she'd listened to, obviously, some of the testimonies we'd had before. She doesn't, she doesn't fellowship in our church, and she'd been looking around at a lot of churches over there who just don't believe in healing anymore. Mm. And it just saddened me because, you know, that's one of the fundamental promises that God makes and the fundamental things that Jesus did when he walked the earth, and uh, and those things shouldn't change. So, no, that's right. So it's wonderful to hear and continue to hear amazing testimonies yeah. that the Lord's done our life. So thank yeah. you so much both for sharing. So ladies, favourite scriptures. Jenny, what have you got? Well, my favourite scripture is Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not onto your own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Pretty good. Very good. It's good to yeah, leave that scripture, isn't it? I love it because it does. Don't lean on your own understanding. Good stuff. And what about you, Chris? Right from the word go, the first one I heard was um, Acts 2 verse 38. Mm-hmm. Repent and be baptised every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that just says it all. It doesn't say Joe Bloggs. It says every one of you. So that's you as well out there. (laughs) You gals. (laughs) Give it to them, Chris. (laughs) Awesome. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Even after we officially finished recording... We kept talking for ages. And it's not just because those two lovely ladies could talk underwater if they needed to. It's because God has just done so much in their lives that they just can't help but share it with others. If you want to know how God can change your life, just like Chris and Jenny's lives have been changed, then jump onto our website, www.therevivalfellowship.com or send me an email, podcast at revivalontheairtoday.com. I love responding to emails. Until next time, God bless.